What's up with y'all? QEZ Bank in the building. Man, another episode. This is episode six. And this episode, we're going to be talking about working nightclubs. I worked nightclubs for the last, you know, what I want to say, three years I've been working at nightclubs. Um, <clears throat> a few different nightclubs, too. You know, after hours, just regular nightclubs from like 10 to 2, and then after hours from like 12 to 4 in the morning. Uh, the longest one I've been at is the one for after hours, um, 12 to 4. So just before I even get to that point, let me just let me just say, obviously people don't don't want to go home. They get drunk, they want to go out, they want to stay funky. Cause let me put that out there. After hours is actually what that that's actually what that means. It's after hours. So it's after hours after you then stunk up the place at somewhere else. So you stank now. Your booty sweating, your underarms then evaporated all the deodorant. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, ugh, men, women, and, and and people's mamas coming in there, people's daddies coming in there. And it don't matter if you big or you small. It don't matter. I know everybody kind of sweat differently, but there's some. It don't matter what size you is. I, I've, I've smelt it all. Now, I mean, worker security hasn't been too much of a bad thing, you know. Um, it definitely opens up the perspective, you know, of how life is when you're not going out, when you're not the one getting drunk, when you're not the one, you know, um, partying, you know, and, and socializing like that in such a capacity where you're intoxicated or, you know, otherwise your mental state is, you know, altered. With drugs or alcohol, you know, it, it just kind of really puts you in perspective. And and for anybody who usually goes out or, or went out like that a, a lot, you know, you kind of reflect on certain things, you know, certain things that people do and certain habits that people have. Your regulars that come out, how much they drink. You see them sometimes they come out super drunk. Sometimes they come out just tipsy. Then you got some of the regulars that come and just get drunk every single weekend ain't no life ain't nothing going on at home Friday Saturday I'm about to tear it up I'm cutting my guts up my liver's about to fall out like this is this is ridiculous sometimes some of the people that come out often that often you know uh, looking for something looking for somebody or just wanting to you know, let their let their hair down and, and, and live stress free for a whole weekend and not have to worry about anything because that week previous week they were struggling to, you know, get their bills paid or they just had a tough week at work. Working security, you know, for nightclubs isn't too bad. You know, you really you really get to experience new people, events, you know, I've done when I work working nightclub security, I've done you know, events, concerts, um, escorts, you know, I've met a few different artists that come in, um, 
you know, got to walk them on stage, got to move people out of the way, got to, you know, obviously take some people down, put some people in some cuffs, turn some people away, kick some people out, you know, break some pi- some fights, spray some pepper spray, you know, that pepper spray, that's that, <laughs> that's that Cayente, that's that Caliente, Cayente, Cayenne, Cayenne pepper, <laughs> that's that Cayente, that's that, that's that hot sauce, man. Nobody likes that in that pepper spray. Pepper spray is the most nastiest, brutal substance I think that you can really just put out there. I mean, once you get a whiff of that, I mean, it opens your nose up, but it opens your throat up for something nasty too. To where your, I mean, your throat technically doesn't open it. It it almost closes. You're coughing all over the place. Your eyes water like, you know. When, it, when a fight breaks out and you spray that good, 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 good cologne in the air and it clears out all those animals who fighting, you know, unfortunately it does. It does affect the ones who's not a part of the, you know, the mayhem, but it, it definitely calms the crowd, gets people out of there, you know, and then we get to, you know, get the riffraff out, you know, but... You know, that, that, I think that's one of the good parts about it. You know, it keeps you up, keeps you out there, keeps you active. You can kind of help some people. You know, you can you can see see a whole bunch of people uh, that you know, work with some people that you know, and just you know, obviously it keeps money in your pocket. You know, it's extra cash events like that. You know, every every security guy that's worked at clubs knows that. You know, working the line, working the front door anywhere. You know, for if it's if it's a long line around the block or anything like that you can make some extra cash by letting people cut obviously everybody don't want to you know wait in line so they're going to come up with their group or whatever and you usually charge them ahead they got like 10 people you give them maybe like a two-person discount but i mean that's your money maker right there once once you know once that line get long and people start coming up there asking to you know to cut that line you already know that's when that money is about to start blowing you know, and so on top of just the money that you're making at night, you make an extra, you know, by working that line or by, you know, your regulars come in that, you know, they already going to shoot you something under, you feel me? And then, you know, you let them and they, they little loved one or, you know, whoever they bring in to the club, you let them in and it's all good. It's usually something that's proper like that. Now, the etiquette working a club is, is different. It, it really depends on who you're working with, the owners of the club, how they want to get down. Um, you know, where I worked, there was two security two security companies working. I worked the outside, so I did all the executive uh, protecting. I was armed, had all the whole get-up, you know, duty belt and everything like that, taser, um, vest and everything like that. So I worked the outside. If anything happened inside, you know, obviously they didn't need me to call me in there. But everything pretty much outside was my, that was my area. So, you know, people came online, acting a fool, just outside hanging out, moving along, no smoking in front, you know, carry on. Um, always providing customer service, always trying to be the bigger person. You know, I do like to uh, give myself credit for having a degree in uh, verbal judo. Because it, it gets hard sometimes when you're out there talking to people, especially especially people that's intoxicated. You know, the more drunk they get, the worse it gets. 
Like, honestly, it's very hard to talk to somebody who's drunk because they don't get it. And not only do they not get it, but they want to keep talking. They just want to keep talking. But they don't hear themselves. They think they're making a point, but they're really not. You know, but they always want your attention and want you to listen to them. And, and I think that's one of the, the, the hardest parts about working security is just having to deal with that, that crowd. And, you know, because that's not something you control as security. You don't control how many drinks they get. You know, you don't control what they drank before. You don't control if they was pre-gaming in the car, you know, or if, you know, they friend got cut off. So, you know, the other friend buys, a, you know, the friend a drink and they go hide out and drink it. You, we don't control that. You know, the most we control is checking bags, making sure ain't nobody bringing in no drink, you know, Nobody stashing and, and trying to sneak in any drink that's not part of the establishment. You know, that's that's probably the the biggest thing and the only thing that we can do. But, man, I've seen come pe- people come out falling down the stairs, tripping over themselves, can't stand up, you know, walking down in heels. I mean, these, some of these women is crazy, I'm telling you. I don't know what they be thinking. Yeah, like I said, it don't matter. It, the 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 classification of a woman size doesn't matter, big or small, medium. It doesn't matter. A woman in heels who is drunk, it's it's, it's a funny sight for me watching that. Why they walking? You know, if you've ever, I don't know, if, you know, if you guys ever seen that that one video where the model was walking uh, on the runway. And as she was walking back, like her heels were buckling and she kept buckling like she was a baby, you know, baby giraffe or something, just fresh out the womb. And uh, you think, OK, oh, oh, she about to fall. And then, you know, she she gather herself and you think she got it. And then all of a sudden, like she get to the very end and she just <laughs> crumble, you know what I'm talking about, and, and tumble over like, you know, these girls that come out the club like that, that's super, super drunk, the same way. You know, you get them where they just, I mean, they hammered. And you're like, how did you get that hammered? You know what I mean? Pounding in drinks like that. Like, it's crazy. Then you got the girls who come out the clubs who want to take off their shoes. And I'm like, yo, don't take off your shoes. First of all, the ground is dirty. It might be glass somewhere over here just by accident. People dropping stuff on the windows or whatever. Like, don't take off your, keep that on. But they don't care. They want to keep walking slip off the sidewalk, running in the cars, you know, sitting on cars. But the dudes ain't no different. You know, dudes come out and they they'll 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 be coming out with their shirt off, come off with you know, with the tank top on, you know, pants unzipped, like sweating bullets, like, yo, put your clothes on. First off, you're not at home. You at a club. It's cold outside. You about to catch pneumonia. Not that old pneumonia, but that pneumonia. Because it ain't no joke outside. And that's what they have to understand. But obviously, you can't tell a drunk person anything. They can tell you everything. But you can't take. You can't tell them not nothing. Because they're not going to listen to you. You know, and of course, a lot of drunk people, you know, because a lot of their 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 mental state is so altered when they're intoxicated, you know, they become aggressive, you know, the men who go after the women, you know, because 
you know, obviously they, they just want to go home with somebody or something like that at the end of the night. They they go after these women, and they, they're aggressive, you know. I mean, super, like, they're not giving up. Like, they won't, they, this woman got to give him the number, you know. And it, it's a shame because, you know, they, they prowl on these women, um, and there and there's those few women who who give up the numbers, you know, and, and make it bad for the rest of the ones who just want to be drunk and left alone, because you know that next weekend that that dude comes by, he's gonna try with another woman, and he's hoping for the same result by begging and telling, you know, telling her that this is what she need and this is what she want. He thinks that she's gonna give up the digits, you know, but not 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 knowing that when she says, "Yo, I'm not interested." I got a man. She means I'm not interested and I got a man. You know, I know I told a few, you know, I've I seen a few scenarios where, like, girls were hounded, but they were coming to the club. And dudes were following them. And they were coming to the club, so they're obviously they're going to be in the protection of the security if they come into our reception, especially if they're going to be in, in, in my presence. And the guys follow them all to the line. And even while they're in line, he's on the outside of the barricade, you know, but he's following them as they're walking up to, you know, security checkpoint. And he's just bugging and bugging and bugging. And finally, the girl gives him, you know, the number. And I ask her, I go, while she's waiting in line, I go, why did you give him your number? You know, I was like, you don't have a, you know, you don't have a boyfriend or anything like that. And she's like, yeah, I got a boyfriend. I told him I had a boyfriend, but he's, he, he, he insisted. And it's like, so I know, I know, you know, I know they say, well, we, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. We, you know, I just want to give him my number so get him off my back. Like, I don't want to be disrespected or anything like that. He's already, he already hounded me. Like, I just want him out of my face. So the best way to do it is to give him my number right then and there. Okay. But then boyfriend trusted you to come out. You feel me? Come out with your girls. But you end up giving somebody your number. So when a boy hits you, hits you up, texting you like, what's up? You got to explain this to your man. Now, I'm not saying you should, you know, be fearful, you know, and not go out. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But you got to be strict on that no and be able to man up, woman up, whatever, and be like, I'm not interested. You know, because to, to, to give him your number means that we show vulnerability. We show weakness. And it is and it is, it is weakness. Because if you're not able to say no to him, but yet you're able to, when you go home to your man, you're able to tell your man no, that you don't want to cook something, or no, you don't want to eat this certain thing, and you, you're willing to stick by that with an attitude or something like that. You got to be willing to tell any man know I got a man. And if not, then obviously you shouldn't be going out without your man anyway, especially to know after our spot where you know is grimy dudes there that's out there for no reason and out there for no good, just trying to prowl on something. Because they do get with girls who ain't tripping. And it's girls who you would think that not even the most ratchet girls, and it don't matter what race they are. It's still girls that are just casually out there who are single, who don't care, who willing to just, you feel me, sleep around like that. And they got to do something about that. You got to get better. That's why your booty stink. 
but anyways, going back to you know club security. So it's it's, a, it's really a cool ring, you know. Man, man, I get to see all these people, you know. But seeing these people drunk is funny because I always think about what was that? How I looked when I went out? Did I look drunk? Was I falling over myself or anything like that? Like that's crazy because I know I wasn't falling over myself. But these people come out and they going ham with everything that they do, you know, and so. Looking at that and, and reflecting on my days of going out, I never waited for people to come out the club before I hollered at them. I was never chasing a girl in the club. You know what I mean? I don't care how bad she was. It didn't matter. You don't want to dance, you don't want to dance. I mean, there's, there's 20 other people up in there that's, that's ready to dance. And somebody wants to dance. Trust me. Somebody wants to dance. It don't matter. So, you know, watching these people come out and, just seeing the interaction with each other, it's pretty interesting, you know, to watch, watch all that, because, I don't know, just, when you're in a sober state, and you, you're able to watch people, you know, and what they feel like is a natural, you know, habitat for them, you know, oh, I go out all the time, and, you know, oh, dudes all over me, or, man, I go out, I'm about to, let's go get one, like somebody guys you know somebody going to be with it like I, I never had that mindset i don't care how many how many times i went out with my boys i mean don't get me wrong you know i mean i'm about to be a married man you know i i got a fiance she already know i talk candidly and stuff like that and i can talk about my you know my past or whatever and she you know she know um you know what where i came from and what i came from and how i was so you know it's not like i i, I didn't go you know, home with, you know, with females or didn't get females' numbers and stuff like that because that did happen, you feel me? Maybe the girl I was dancing with for two or three songs, you know, she dropped me the number and then, you know, um, we hooked up at some point in time, you know. But it was never like I was on somebody tough, 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 tough. Like, yo, what's good? What you doing tonight? Like, where is that? Like, come to my room or I'm about to go. Like, it was never like that. I don't care. I'm not desperate like that. I don't care. Most of the time when I get out of the club, I'm hungry anyway. I'm ready to eat. I'm ready to eat. Jack in a box, when you drunk, is the best. You can't tell me them curly fries with ranch ain't the best to go to. Stop playing. Anybody listening to this podcast, no. You can't tell me that if you was drunk and if you've ever experienced those crispy, fried, curled fries from Jack in the Box, that your heart didn't melt. You didn't you you drooling right now. I, I, I know you're drooling right now. You want to be drunk right now and go to Jack in the Box just because. I know it. I know it. That's just the way it is. It make you feel like that. But, you know, it's a whole new perspective, honestly. Working, working security is a whole new perspective. Just as far as watching people and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to go out no more like that. You know, like, I want to be casual. I've always been casual. But, like, honestly, the, the, most of the places that I, I've worked at, and not that they've all been, like, ratchet or anything like that, because they haven't, you know. Someone been lounges, you know, event clubs. Bars. But the funny thing is, 
I don't know, after seeing the interaction of how people get down and everything like that, I wouldn't go back as a customer. I would never throw a party at a club I've worked at. Never. Ever. I don't care how many bottles I can get, how many guests I can get in, how fun it'll be. I just couldn't do that. First of all, I know too much of the atmosphere around there. I know what's around there. I know what to expect. So I would never want to bring any of my friends, any of my boys, girls, you know what I'm talking about, or any of my, my, my ladies' friends or anything like that, our friends, I would never want to bring them around there knowing that I'm introducing them or inviting them to an environment that they wouldn't be comfortable with, point blank, period. And so, you know, working nightclubs are fine, but it, ha- it definitely has its, its disadvantages too. You know, working late is, is tough, especially if you're working already during the daytime, if you're doing something during the daytime, and then you end up, you know, wanting to take the night off or whatever. But you know, okay, ain't nobody else available to work that shift. You know, it, it's pretty tough. But it does keep you out. It does It does keep you out a little bit. It keeps you working, keeps money in your pockets, your little hustle and stuff like that. So it's cool. You know, I, I do do it for the fun. Um, I stopped doing it for a while. Um, I haven't really done it, you know, probably... Now it's probably been about a good month um, since I've done like a club or a bar or anything like that. It's been over a month and um, I'm cool with not doing it. I'm super cool with not doing it. I, I don't feel bad. You know, I'm, I'm kind of done with it. I'm kind of over it. You know, people's attitudes, you know, people waiting in line. That's one thing that I hate. Ooh, with a passion. Ooh, I throw a potato chip at you right now. Anybody ever gave me problems in line, I swear, throw a Dorito at you. Ugh. So, like, it, you know, people wait in line, and it don't matter if it's cold, hot, you know, people coming out. It don't matter what. People going to wear what they want to wear in any inclement weather, like, period. I've seen the most ridiculous outfits, like, while it's raining. Shut up. But anyway, you know, you get people waiting in line, and then, you know, you, you got a number count. You can't just send everybody up, you know, or in at one time. You do, you know, number counts or whatever and guide it. But people get up to you right, you know, you close them off right before they get up there and pass you, and they get mad. Like, you, you've you been waiting in line already for 10 minutes, maybe, tops, and you stop here, and now what? All of a sudden, you got to pee super bad. You got to pee that bad right now that I'm just supposed to let you in because I'm suppo- I'm obligated to let you in because you have to pee. So you're going to get upset with me. You're going to call me rude. You're going to call me mean. You're going to call me unprofessional because I'm not allowing you to go in because you have to pee. You had to pee before you left your house. You wouldn't have to pee if you wasn't trying to pregame, pregame in a car before you walked up to this line. Shut up. But, you know, that's the funny thing. And I, and I don't argue with people. I just tell them, look, check this out. You wasn't arguing with nobody in that line when you was back there. Don't come up here. First of all, I run this. This ain't your house. This is my house while I'm right here. You set the rules for where you work and for where you live at. I set the rules for here. This is my line. 
If you don't like it, if you don't like the rules, please get to stepping. Bounce. You know, but of course they don't want to hear that. Oh, you ain't got to, you know, you ain't got to do all that. No, no, you don't have to do all that. I don't need your attitude. You come in here to have fun. I just greeted you. No, no problem. Greeted you, no disrespect. And you coming at me with some baloney like that? If you don't get your, get out of my face. Anyways. She stank anyway. Uh, but that's not all women, you know. Because then, you know, I, you know, I got to get at her and let her know something real professional, like get at her real bluntly, but professional, like, you know, real sedity, like. And then, you know, I finally let her in after, like, you know, making adjustments and stuff. And then, the, the you know, the, the group next to her, right behind her, like, you know, she, I don't know why she was acting like that. Super rude, da 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 Like, right. Right, super rude. Like, we didn't need that to come in this club tonight. Like, we don't need it. You know, but that, that's just one aspect of, of, of nightclubs, honestly, man. That And dudes, too, when, you know, when dudes get kicked out or, or you know, when they doing too much and, and they finally got to get out, you know, they, 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 give you, they give you some problems, too. You know, they want to, they feel like, you know, of course, it's dropping any all kind of, you know, curse words and stuff like that. And now you weak, now you the B word and all this other good stuff. You know, I don't, I don't curse on this podcast, so I'm not going to say it because uh, my, my son be listening sometimes in. Um, but, you know, we get called out our names and what we, what we are all of a sudden and, and what we not and. You know, we some sellouts and everything like that. Just because, you know, simply because you didn't have too many drinks or because you was up there grabbing on people's privates. You know what I'm talking about? Or, well, you know, they they telling you to leave them alone, bag up, and you doing the most thinking that that's, so, that's cool with you or you harassing the bartenders. So you're just supposed to be let in. That's supposed to be your privilege to go inside. No, No consequences come with those actions. And then once you get kicked out and you're wondering, well, why, why, you know, why, why, you know, why, why you, why I can't go back inside? Boy, if you don't shut up, go home and sleep it off. But, you know, my favorite stories is when, when, because, you know, at, at the nightclub I worked at, um, it, it, we had a metal, metal detector, you know, previously before we got there, you know, there, I don't know, there had been like some shootings or something like that, like. They had armed security, but not really, or something like that. Maybe they didn't. Um, I'm not really up to date on the story. Really didn't really care about them. Really didn't know about them. Never heard of them. Never been to the club up until I started working there. Um, but they had, you know, they had uh, bought a, a, you know, tall Mr. Garrett metal detector. So of course you re- you remove everything metal off your off your pockets. You know, off your belt, you know, unless you got real jewelry on, you know, because real gold don't go off. So keep that on. Change, keep that in your pocket, you know. But if you got, you know, magnum condoms with aluminum wrappers, take it off. You got a belt with a money clip, you know, a wallet with a money clip, phone, take it off, you know. Simple as that. But you get dudes that come up to the metal detector. Oh, man, my belt not about to go off. You didn't yell out everybody, shoes. I mean, not shoes. <laughs> I always tell people, I always tell people though, no shoes. Like, yeah, yeah, take your shoes off. No, 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 don't take your shoes off. Keep your shoes on because I don't want to see no holes in your socks. But you tell them, you know, phone, belt, keys, you know, and then you let them know. Okay, come through. 
they come through and then they they beep at the at the waistline. And I go, okay, lift your shirt up. And they got a belt on. And they're like, oh, man, you know, I come on, man. I ain't trying to take my belt. First off, all you got to do is pull that strap, unbuckle it, and unpull it. Or pull it around your waist to take it off. Just do that. That's like a three-piece combo right there. It's real smooth. You look real good doing it real smooth. But there's so much attitude with that. Come on, man, I ain't trying to do all that. Y'all doing too much, man. Like, making making us strippers. Like, yo, I didn't tell you to get naked. I'm not your girl or your boy. However, all I'm telling you is for the safety of coming into this club, I need to make sure that you have no metal objects that will hurt anybody in this club, including myself. But they don't want to hear that, you know. And so, of course, they, they start running their mouth. Are we doing, you know... We doing hella much and everything like that. And I'm just like, check this out. I, I'm not really for the games. And I'm not going to argue with you. Like, I, I'm not going to argue with a grown person. I don't know you. Step out of line or do what I tell you. Because I'm your daddy right now. I'm in charge. Simple as that. And people know it. People know it. It don't matter. If I go to if I go to an establishment, go to a club, I know that whatever that security guard tells me to do, I have to do it. Now, if it's something that's outlandish, of course, I'm not about to do it. I'm not about to be sitting up there on one foot, you know, rubbing my tummy and patting my head like, no, nah, you got me, you got me bent. But, you know, if I if he say, okay, hold right there, you know, okay, arms up, I'm about, I got to pat search you. All right, go ahead, do your thing, like. And, and I hope you do it well so you know what you're looking for. Like, when I did past searches, you know, obviously, my background goes a little further than security. Um, you know, so my, my, my pat-down searches are, are, are a little bit more intimate, you know, uh, and a little bit more rigorous, you know, than some security. You know, and, and so people, you know, guys feel real uncomfortable because they've never been, they've never been pat-down like that. You know, and so I'm making sure, nope. I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing that, that, that butt, you know, you know, I'm searching the front pelvic area, like I'm all in the waistband, down to the, you know, to the ankles, you know, I'm, I'm everywhere. You got pockets, I'm, I'm throwing the coat back, I'm, I'm squeezing to make sure, like I'm, I'm in everything. Don't say nothing to me. Take your hat off. Let me rub your head if you got long hair. I'm not about to play with you. What? No homo. That's just the way it go. So, I mean, like I said, working nightclubs, you know, definitely has its, you know, its disadvantages and just, you know, just no goods. Um, but it's a lot of good. You know, you, you, you do you do catch a lot of, you know, reg, uh, regulars, you know, but more so the camaraderie with the security. If, if y'all really rocking, if y'all really got a solid team, you know, like y'all really cool with each other and everything like that. Y'all got each other's back. Like, that's the best part about it. You know, you do build that camaraderie. And then for where I worked, you know, some of my boys, uh, shout out to OPD, Oakland Police Department, you know, they come out there and just sit with us. You feel me? Everybody be like, oh, why the police out here? Oh, they just out here with us. They chilling. You know, they protecting y'all from us. Like, seriously. You know, because I'm about ready to smack one of y'all in y'all head. I'm not about to play. Pick up one of them water bottles and throw it at the side of your ear. Like, you know, but, you know, they come out and so it, it, it's real cool to be able to chat with them 
or if we had somebody that's drunk or somebody refusing to leave or whatever, I just, yo, I call them over, you know, and boom. You either tell them to leave or, you know, put them put them silver bracelets on, 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 on man or woman and take them in. I've had, I've, we've seen people try to fight us and then try to fight the cops. Like, yeah, whatever. Try it. But but you don't win. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're going to still end up going to jail. Like, simple as that. Um, but, like I said, you know, so working, working nightclubs and, and doing security at nightclubs, um, you know, it's fun. You know, being all suited and stuff like that. And, you know, you you can really deter some stuff. You know, by just putting on your uniform and stuff like that and having that command presence and just, you can really just create, you know, a safe environment. I mean, I got a lot of thank yous. I got a lot of appreciate you for being out here, man. And I know you can be at home with your family or out by yourself and stuff like that, but you're taking the time to, you know, to make sure that we save, to make sure that this club that might have had a bad name before is definitely having a second chance, you know. And uh, I definitely seen the culture change. I definitely seen, you know, the population change and go up, you know, for the last three years I was working at that club. And so, it, it, you know, it was definitely something great, you know, um, since I've since I haven't been working there. I was <laughs> I rode down the street once and I see like people on top of their hoods and stuff riding down the street like, yo, <laughs> y'all retarded. Like they didn't went back. I don't think they have armed guards like. Ain't no telling how they are, honestly. But that's not my stilo. Um so yeah, man, I mean that's 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 security nightclubs, you know, from my standpoint. You know, I, I don't really have much more to speak on it. That was just a little bit of my experience and my reflections on it and just getting that perspective, you know, when you been going out for a while and then all of a sudden now you you watching the people that go out like it's definitely a different different perspective and you know an, an interest an interesting perspective you know if you've never really paid attention to it so shout out to y'all as always for tuning in i know this one this one is uh my extended version i got a lot of a lot of words for for nightclubs man a lot of rants for this but shout out for y'all for listening to and tuning in and stay tuned for the next episode a Q zone. I'm out.